Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, and the new Powerpuff Girls, among others. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hello. Today, Delaney and I will finally be discussing the Miraculous Ladybug Origins episodes. Woo. Woo. We are finally completed (laughs) our long viewing experience. (laughs) At last. From the beginning of December to the end of the early June. We have uh, finally caught up on Miraculous Ladybug. Uh, We'll discuss both parts of the Origins here. We can now say spoilers for all of Miraculous Ladybug. Um we watched in French. Uh, we've been watching in French for most of the series. We watched the first half in English. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes, your favorite podcatcher. The Overly Animated Podcast will now and in the future be your go-to place for Miraculous Ladybug discussion. We'll be continuing to have weekly discussions. Uh, we're past our episode discussions. We're going to start doing our Steven Universe model and have roundtables with specific topic discussions every week. Uh, co-host Justin is catching up, so we'll have some combination me justin and delaney um uh, discussing steve uh miraculous ladybug topics uh next week we are going to discuss season one as a whole we're gonna get into the webisodes we're going to discuss ships characters uh favorite episodes uh needless to say if you're a miraculous ladybug fan this is probably one of the best places on the internet to get high uh high uh (laughs) Uh, quality miraculous ladybug discussion subscribe to us on youtube itunes um leave comments uh uh, all that stuff uh it's gonna be great but for now let's get into ladybug origins um i don't even know what the (laughs) stone heart and whatever i don't even remember what the parts were called but it doesn't really matter yeah and uh it is uh yeah stoneheart and ladybug and cat noir okay that's not a (laughs) nice don't care about that title uh, i watched these yesterday so i'm a less of an immediate reaction but delaney you just watched these yes Uh, what's your reaction to the origins episodes they're so i am just completely blown away by i just like i don't want to say that like i wish these had been like the first episodes or that like like i feel like watching you know dealing with some of the episodes that weren't as like you know amazing or anything like it made these episodes make it so worth it like i there's like i don't like there's just something in these two episodes it's just i don't know there's some sort of energy there i don't like they're just amazing and i'm so glad that like we started watching the show and like to me these two episodes just sum up like everything that's just so powerful and wonderful about this you know this seemingly innocuous show about uh you know middle schoolers as superheroes but like these this is just amazing like i don't know like oh it's just these episodes i don't they're so great like i just you know seeing you know we talk all the time you know marinette's so confident you know as ladybug and you know she's still kind of shy as marinette but you know she's getting there and it's like seeing her like really seeing her unfold in these episodes and then and it's interesting kind of this like this isn't the adrian we thought we knew like you know watching oh it's just everything these episodes are just like this is what this is what ladybug's about and i'm just so these these two episodes have me really you know just exponentially excited for even like i mean i thought volpino was incredible and, but these these two episodes this is what i'm excited about for you know this is what i'm like these make me excited for season two like i'm so glad we're getting more <laughs> like this is like 
it's just incredible. I don't like. I'm just completely blown away. Like I didn't like. I was expecting. You know, I was really excited for the origins. You know, everyone's really. You know, oh, you gotta watch the origins. You know, it's so great. You know, when they came out, everyone was freaking out. You know, it's super big deal. And it just. Oh my god! I, I finally understand. I finally understand the hype around this show. Like I finally get it after <laughs> covering it for so long. Yeah, you know, I get it now. Like because these two episodes, I like they're just it. You can tell Delaney is very excited when her uh, rambling is slightly more incoherent than normal. But <laughs> it was pretty great. Slightly, slightly. <laughs> Sli- is, that saying, is, is that saying like that was fairly coherent or does that mean I'm generally incoherent? Oh, definitely the latter is what I was. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, Dylan. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. These were really good. Um, I don't know if I was like quite as blown away as you. I don't know what my reaction would have been. I don't know what I was. Ex- I guess I don't know what I don't think I really was. I don't know what I was expecting from these two episodes, but what we got wasn't it. I guess like, and not in a bad way. I mean, I just, or maybe it was because I didn't have expectations. Maybe that was it. Yeah, this is uh, it. These two episodes serve somewhat like a uh, uh, the uh, beginnings Avatar One type episodes from Korra uh, Book Two. Uh, Like they have kind of that mysticism or or beginnings type element to it. Uh, Combining that with like uh, such a literal episode of the show um, has a really good effect. Uh, It's it's like combining like the answer from Steven Universe, that fairy tale type effect, but grounding it in a concrete episode of the show and concrete events, I think, does uh, have really good effect. And uh, to me, like one of the most notable things that I've been thinking about is like, what, just like, what if we watched these first? Like, right. how does that change the experience? Cause these co- totally could just be the first two episodes you watch of miraculous ladybug. Yeah. And and certainly these were last for most places that, uh, I don't even know right. if it's everywhere, but, uh, it's just, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Is it better? Is it worse? Like it's not, it, it, it this is, it's just like literal the beginning. Um, <laughs> yeah. we have, uh, exposition dump in the beginning of part one <laughs> like okay <laughs> i didn't expect that the show this is the opposite of the show that has an exposition dump um it uh i i do actually i do think like the first episode the second episode might have made more sense if we'd seen definitely would have made more sense because you have all the mechanics explained here right yeah so i like that about it i think it's probably more powerful here after we speculating about a bunch of stuff i mean we get yeah. con- concrete numbers about the miraculouses like we know where every single one of them is except for like two of them um i don't even know i don't remember we'll go over that but uh right. maybe maybe we know everyone is but um we get like like uh i i do think i do think these two episodes function somewhat as like a mythology because everything's very neat uh yes. you get i mean just the thing that stood out to me most is alia's role in this is uh oh yes 100%. Alia, alia literally being the first one to witness ladybug and like <laughs> instantly like starting ladyblog it all just seems very convenient and like uh not in a bad way though and just in like no. uh, everything's very neat and tied together well it's very much a peter parker or spider-man kind of thing going on here you know like it's it just works i mean the only way it would be more like you know if, if alia was ladybug like honestly it's just it just works like we're it just we're it's so much comic book and so much superhero but it does it without being like like annoyingly so yeah and this is arguably the most like superhero-esque episode episodes of the show of course it's the origin story of what's more superhero you know what's more superhero and comic booky than like the superhero's origin nothing but these they're very tropey and uh very yeah, they seem somewhat typical, but like in a good way. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, 
like there's I I think one notable thing about these two episodes is they do a better job establishing our two main characters potentially than the rest of the series combined. Um, uh, I agree and disagree in that you know we you know I think actually that I'm so glad that we saw these two episodes last because to watch the series and you know get to know Marinette get to know Adrian but then to watch this episode unfold and to see how Marinette became the ladybug that we know I think it's more powerful in this way like to see her become ladybug you know if we had seen it first we'd be like yeah ladybug's pretty cool you know she's cool and then to watch the show like yeah ladybug's cool but in this way we got to know you know it's more you already we already know Marinette, we already know Ladybug, we already know Adrian, but then to see her transform in this episode, I think honestly, I think this is probably like the most brilliant way this episode, like for its placement, is to get to know these characters and then to know Ladybug, you know, Marinette, you know, confident superhero, everyone loves her, adores her. And yeah, she's nervous and she seems really just shy and nervous around, you know, the guy she likes. But in this in this ep- we see the actual transformation. And I think that's really like like I, it does establish the character, but I think like we can't forget that impact after we've already gotten to know her, and then to find and to see this transformation. Yeah, I agree. It's 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 what it's good because of the placement that it has yeah. been placed in. I do think that this is probably intended to be aired where it is. Um, these if this episode if these two episodes were aired first, they would seem very uh, contrite characters. Yeah. They'd, but Mar- uh, Marinette and Adrian are very much stereotypes, or not stereotypes, yes. they're like caricatures in these episodes. Yeah. And it, the reason it works, I think, is because we see the full depth of them uh, throughout the season. I, I do think that is because we don't need we don't get we don't have to get to know them, we already do. Yeah, and and honestly, like that's probably the best thing to do, on especially for you know a tropey superhero origin story. Like, we all we know all the we all we all know the roles, we all know how the pieces fit together for a for a superhero to become a superhero but we don't have to see that first and to see like to get to know the superhero to come, and then to find out the beginning i think that's just so much i i think that these two episodes uh this is a future talking point i'm going to throw it out there i think these two episodes putting them where you do uh if you're the creators of ladybug show a uh, desire to go past season one because yes. um we clearly have this established dynamic and now we're uh, doing something different and showing the origins of that dynamic. I think the natural move is to go beyond the established dynamic you had, or else why would you be sh- only show that in the first place? Like, I think if you want to keep with uh, the season one dynamic, then you show these two episodes first, lead up right. to the series dynamic. I think doing it this way uh, leads up to change for the for the future series. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's a lot here. Uh Random things that stand out to me. My number one favorite thing about these two episodes uh, is that Marinette is not instantly in love with Adrian. I yes, that's like oh, it's yeah. so great. Also, this episode, this episode made me ship it. Yeah, made me ship it. Yeah, like, this was clearly the best. Uh, I don't even remember Marinette and Adrian shipping episode. Like um, also oh. Cat Noir. Like I was even like I was sh- Cat Noir Ladybug. I was shipping it. Like Cat Noir is somehow not unbearably annoying in this episode yeah. <laughs> and it's wonderful like i just like literally watch the entire season i'm like oh cat noir i mean i like him but oh cat noir this episode just yeah. it's 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 a really great adrian episode um but there there have been uh a solid five episodes which uh 
like uh, just establish all of Adrian's character, and I kind of wish there were this. It was consistent throughout the entire season. Right. We would have might have had a favorable, more favorable aspect of him. But I really do just th- this episode really does more to convince uh, I the to us who's not uh, like the us people watching who are not uh, as ingrained into the instantly into the straight romances, right? Like right. that. Uh, Cause it's, it's a lot of the appeal to Marin and Adrian is just like innate. Like if you're into that yeah. type of thing and then it just, it's just, you're liking it. But it does, I don't think the series does a lot. Uh, initially it does eventually get there of convincing you that these are two people who like, could, like should be a thing. Like they, right. they're like, that's the, like that, the, both their point in their life, their dynamic. Um, and, uh, the scene in the rain at the end of, uh, part two, uh, Clear like a better shipping job for Marin and Adrian, I would say, outside of Gamer than the rest <laughs> of the series combined. Gamer was a very good episode for yes, the two of them. But definitely. It's, it's uh yeah, that's 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 in the rain is cinematic, spectacular, and um if the rest of the series had such a uh consistent quality as that, then the show would be extremely good. Also, I think it helps so much in that, like specifically with like Cat Noir, is that we get to see why he fell in love with Ladybug. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we look at Marinette and we're like, I love Marinette. Who wouldn't love Marinette? Look at her. She's perfect. Ladybug's awesome. Duh, love her. But it's to see, to actually see, like, him fall for her, I think is, like, that's number one best thing you could have done. I, good I, job. I think that was good. I actually think, like, I, I mean, I think that's second for me to seeing why Marinette, yeah. like, likes Adrian. Like, I think that's number no, one. It's, you no, know, that's second. Like, that's. That's also very good. But, like, just yeah. to me, like uh it's it's a, a one of the less appealing aspects of the show for someone in my position is marinette's incessant like uh stumbling crush on adrian right. um seeing that it's actually from a basis of um like interactions and uh like uh like viewing him as a person and yeah. uh you know rather than the cute boy like teenage type crush thing um really elevates that aspect of the plot to the levels to a, a, a very a, a level in that it is like not only not one of the weaker aspects of the show but maybe one of the stronger aspects of the show like well, they introduced it she's not even like she's like why am i stuttering and then tiki's like oh because you got a crush like marina doesn't even know like that's it's like it's great, yeah. it just happens like it, that's that's what's so great about it it's not they should they you know we're we watch the season and it's like, okay, this is like so stereotypical, whatever, okay. But then you actually see the you know, the actual origin of it all, and it's not what you think at all. Like it's it actually makes sense and it's I mean, it's so ador like and it's for once, you know, I'm like, okay, they're in middle school. This makes sense to me now. Like they're so ador- it's so it's just so sweet and like young. And I think it's like it. And instead of being kind of like, this is kind of like weird, like why they're kind of young. Can we like not do this? Like this, like they, at last it's been presented in the kind of like sweet, innocent way it should be viewed as in this finally getting like the beginnings of it. Yeah. It it, it finally clicks. It really, really these two episodes, the ultimate thing is they just bring the whole season together and the show as a whole, that aspect in particular. Um, I I know there's a lot of people listening probably were into it like way before the origin yeah. story. And I mean, I was like enjoying their interactions. It's not to right. say I wasn't, but as a larger plot device, I think that was kind of nowhere and now it's everywhere. Like, and now it's right. like everything. Like it, this is like extremely necessary. And uh, I'm, I'm, it's, in- it's so interesting to have this last because I didn't know that it would 
be an, a thing that made sense and like had actual basis in uh, deep plot and character interactions. Um, I like I always thought it would just not be a thing, and now it is a thing, and I'm very happy. Like it's it's very different. It's very interesting to see the past six months of my viewing of the show. Like we literally did once a week, so it took forever um, to like I, to just be transformed in my my view of their of their dynamic. And it's not like showing this. I, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Like the scene, the scene at the end and their interactions. It's not like anything's particularly deep, but just it's so important to actually establish this uh, their feelings as uh, in 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 a character basis. And not a, like not only was Marinette like not like instantly crushing on him, she was like actively upset at him. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it's it great. So, it was so good, so good. Um, in the and- context of it all, in that you know, at first we're just like, okay, whatever. They work together and. You know, he has a crush on his partner or whatever or whatever. But then you find out that the way Ladybug and Cat Noir are supposed to work together is that they're they're part of a whole. Yeah. And not to say that has to be romantic, you know, and as a given, but like to understand that they're not together by chance. And it just it gives it all more meaning. You know, like, okay, like, I'm not really that into soulmates, but who isn't going to be like, oh, my God, like, they're like yin and yang. Like, you're going to. Well, that's literally what the. Literally what it is. Literally what it is. But like, you know, that idea, like, I don't just more context to it all and just being like, oh, it's not just like, like, they're meant to be partners. This is, you know, they work really well together. And just, I don't know, it's just to me, it's like understanding like kind of why the way they are just the way that they are like why it's just to understand and to finally have the big picture yeah i, d- I do think this episode gives like literal ladybug and cat noir like much more meaning yes uh, yeah. yes that's that's to me that's why like because like obviously i would i had begun to ship marinette and adrian like before i mean but obviously this made me like actually like this is it like this is and then to finally be able to to finally for me to be able to ship ladybug and cat noir like it's because of all like all of this context and it's just and to see him fall for her is just just great. It's very good. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say I'm uh, I'm shipping Ladybug and Cat Noir at this point, but um, I mean he's still really annoying. <laughs> it certainly helps. I've, I've I've been in on Adrian and Marinette for a while. I've yeah, certainly I'm certainly been in on uh, Ladybug and Adrian. Oh like, yeah, definitely. that's my favorite. Uh, the other two I'm still not in on, despite the Origins episode. Also, I mean, we we have to give we still have to acknowledge that. The Moralia is real in these two episodes. Oh, it was very real. Yeah. It's so real. Like this, okay, they don't yeah. even know each other. It is just like so real. That was another thing. We had almost every ship like kind of pay off. Like we had an incredible huh. Marinette and Chloe moment. Like yes. we had uh, all the yeah, Alia and Marinette, and we had. Um, I guess we didn't have Nino ships. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we had yeah, obviously all of our our Marinette and Adrian stuff. Um, last major thing I want to talk about before getting into specifics is um these uh we we've, we've talked about it a little bit already but the uh kind of like marinette's arc in these two episodes i think is pretty interesting like as we're going through the season i'm like okay we don't like cat noir that much and the comments i kept seeing is like yeah but you're not like understanding that uh he like gains more confidence when he's cat noir and like he has to be more of his true self uh I find it interesting because that's literally Marinette's arc in this, uh, right. in these origins episode. And I think that line of thinking makes, I mean, I also think it applies to cat a lot. Um, right. but I think that makes, uh, I think it's, that's clearly like Marinette's, uh, arc in here. I think it's done very well. It's very, very not subtle, but, um, Yo. <laughs> but I do think it's great because it, uh, explains, uh, Marinette's like clumsiness, which seemingly was 
random and just for the moe but uh right. not anymore it actually has a foundation in uh something here which i thought i very much liked and i also think i don't know i just really loved the uh, marionettes like I, I don't deserve or like i can't be ladybug like right. lit- literally she hands it off to alia like <laughs> <it's so laughs> and he's like here do this yeah like uh, uh oh if only that had happened like where are <laughs> where's my fan art of alia's ladybug I'm sure yes it's out there. but uh I, I just think it's really great for Marinette's character this entire episode, and that's that that specifically this like confidence uh, thing that they they hit on. I think that was very successful. Yes, and also like it shows so much about like you know Adrian like being the hero, you know, lets him like be you know true to himself or whatever. And it's like it's so interesting because he didn't he like didn't even let Plag Plag finish. He was just like, okay, let's go. Yeah, so that- power me up. We definitely had it. Uh, I definitely understood a lot of what people are saying here with uh, telling me throughout the season. Adrian's definitely like gung ho to escape his situation. I don't think it's right. as much. He, I, I I don't know if I interpret. And again, we haven't seen the web episodes yet. Right. We'll cover those later. But um, I I don't know if it's as much like true self as much it is like coming into his own type of thing. Like I'm very I'm very hesitant to see Ad, uh, Adrian as like Cat Noir as his true self and Adrian. Yeah, that's because, the thing. Because that's very unappealing to me. Well, I think um, it's very. Well, I think he's very much embracing this idea that he's wearing a mask. Yeah. And that, cause, and for I think for him, it's not so much his true self as he's experiencing freedom for the first time in his life. Yeah. So I feel like that's like that's the route we're going, and to me, that makes so much more sense, and it's a lot more like relatable and understandable that like he's finally. I mean, hello. It's literally the entire episode where you see Adrian like sprinting away from his car, like I gotta get away from y'all, like whole time just adrian just running away from his house just by trying to get, trying just trying to get to school yeah of course when he gets superpowers he's like bye i yeah, mean it was pretty great his uh reaction to uh, like not letting plowing finish everything it was it was very good um and then just not understanding anything <laughs> once he was and there then it, and then it makes sense like when he's at school that he's you know this kind of shy Adrian that we thought, you know, is more like the real Adrian because like he never went to school. He doesn't know. He's like, what are people? I don't know. How do I make friends? I, I do think my impression from these origins is that uh, actual Adrian is more Adrian than Cat Noir. I think that's an exaggerated yes. version of him. And I yeah. do think he's more going to be more outgoing and his is once right. he gets past this uh, probably, I would say, abuse from his father. Right. Um, but uh, I, I think he'd be like more outgoing and more confident. But I don't think he's Cat Noir. I think he's Adrian. No. Yeah. No, Cat Noir, he's this, per, like, it's a persona. It's something, like, it's not really who he is. It's just, like, this, you know, it's it's a mask to put on. Yeah. I will say, whenever they've shown Adrian in any sort of detail this season, like, I don't think anything that they did here with this character was super different from what they did this season. I think that was kind of all, that was, like, what they'd hit on this a few times. But uh, it's just that he was not in the spotlight for over, I would say, there's like maybe four other episodes where I got a true sense of his character. And I think every time they showed him heavily, uh, he was sympathetic as Adrian, like Nice Cat. And I think that... um, like uh, I just I, I do think kind of the, our non-reaction to his character throughout a lot of the season was in in large part due to how the show handled him and in, in putting him yes. into the background. I will say that. Um, well, I mean, hello. The whole time we were like, like, and even like the audience is always just like, and I say the audience, I mean like the people they save. They're always like, Ladybug's awesome. Like, there's like one person. Like the whole season's like yeah. Cat Noir. Like that one guy. Come yeah. on, literally that one guy, and they. And of course, like 
how how like when you have something like framed like that and they're partners but only everyone only cares about ladybug like how how else are we supposed to you know deal with that i mean they've they've sidelined him like i i mean we talked before about him being I'm like he's not as confident as ladybug this this and this and then to find out actually and we talked about this before i think mean, we discussed you know oh uh ladybug's just more powerful than he is you know she does basically all the work and then to find out that they're actually really like meant to be partners and to be equals i mean that's honestly very shocking when you look back on the season yeah i'm I'm not convinced by the mythology that they're supposed to be like the same yeah Um, that's that's the thing that's like i'm like i'm like you told me this but i don't believe you they i yeah i i because it it, one at one hand it says uh they're the two most powerful they're like uh opposites and in the powers they grant um but on the other end it's also like oh and and ladybug gets to do all this stuff so it was a little bit incongruous yeah Um, yeah i mean i'm fine with ladybug you know being the end all be all because she is but i do think i do think there's something a little bit off with the mythology uh when you try to present it like that but i don't think it's a big deal yeah. Let's go. Let's start to go through the episode. Let's go. Let's go through this exposition dump in the beginning. Uh, by the way, no confirmation on uh, Adrian's dad being uh, <laughs> being Hawklaw. I do think, in retrospect, uh, Volpina did confirm um, in 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 everything but name only. But yes. at the same time, I, I I was expecting to see like an actual confirmation, and we did not get it. I was well, like, I got really excited when they were doing like the pan up shot of his body, and then they yeah. were like, "He's wearing his mask," and I was like, "Darn it! Why?" Yeah. <laughs> teasing me okay to start with the miraculouses we finally open the thing and see all the miraculouses i don't know if we'd seen this before i don't think so well we've seen like we've seen like glimpses of it in the yeah but okay so in the in the middle we have the yin and yang with ladybug and cat uh there are two miraculouses then surrounding them we have five miraculouses we have the butterfly controlled by hawk moth we have um the uh green wristband controlled by uh the old dude Yep. Um, we have the uh, peacock, which uh, last episode, as pointed out by a listener, we saw that in Adrian's dad's safe. Ooh, yeah. So I don't. It, it wasn't. It could have been a different <laughs> peacock thing, like. But 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 it, how it, many peacock things are running around? Adrian's like? dad probably, aka Hawkmoth, probably controls two miraculouses, and then we have the uh, foxtail and the bee. Um, does old guy have those or are those missing or uh, I, th- I think old guy has those, but I, you just watched it. I, yeah, I don't, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't really catch. Okay. We'll go through my outline box. Yeah. Um, so that, that was the box. Uh, so there's all the miraculouses. Um, so, uh, see, uh, past, oh yeah, we saw past ladybugs. That was kind of interesting. That was great. Um, Two miraculous is more powerful than the others. Ladybug granting the power of creation. Black cat, the power of destruction. So let's talk about that because we hadn't really. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if how convinced I am but with these strict designations. Yes. I do. Like, I do guess. I do guess like Ladybug's power is um, is a lucky charm, which makes something out of nowhere. Literally creates something. And then uh, cat's power is. Uh, cataclysm which is intended to destroy something by touching it so i i do bite on that level yes uh very literal sense i think i feel like ladybug's bigger power is that she can turn everything back to normal i don't know if that's creation well my thing well my thing is she like yeah they present lucky charm but literally the entire mechanism for this for this origin is that she doesn't capture the akuma so in my mind, that's the most important ability that a, yeah, Ladybug has. Ability, yeah. So 
is that really a creation? To me, that's like purification. Like yeah. she's like she re- like she can turn darkness into light. That's literally what she does. Yeah. Uh that ability, by the way, seems very specific to Hawkmoth, who it seems yes. like in this in this origin is not intended uh to be a, a villain. He's kind of no. perverted a miraculous. So I yes. don't know how that ability would exist. <laughs> yeah, that's like which is and then it's like only Ladybug can do it. And it's like why? Why? Yeah. Where the, who made this up? Because like, there's in theory there hasn't been a Hawk Moth before. Yeah, yeah, in th- yeah, in theory like this you, what are you doing? You're stop that. That's wrong. Like ha- they haven't dealt with this before. And we've even talked about that. We talked about when we talked about in um with Pharaoh and all that is that we're like, oh, so they've just been fighting Hawk Moth for forever. No, that's clearly not the case. Yeah, it's, so, it's. I mean, I guess there still is room for it to be the case. Maybe, like, maybe someone else has perverted the butterfly. Uh, but uh, I don't know. The way they or, act like it, it just seems like this is like, oh, what are you doing? Ridiculous. Yeah, it does. It does seem like that's not how it's supposed to be. It seems like a novelty. Like, oh, we have crazy yeah. butterfly. So I, th- I think that's a hole in the mythology, but maybe not. Let yeah. me, give us your comments. So those who control both will have absolute powers. That justifies well, I mean, it's Well, it's also like, it doesn't, she wouldn't just, it's not like she would have just developed that ability to like, you know, deal with him. So it's just interesting that what, will we find out that that, that ability serves a dual function? Yeah, that maybe, maybe, for whatever maybe that's part of some larger ability, yeah. Because like, it. it doesn't, because like the only reason, the we only see her do this because he's evil. He's not supposed to be evil. So theoretically, if like if it's you know if you know Hawkmoth or you know the Papillon, like he's supposed to be like if he's a good guy. Do, do their abilities work in tandem somehow? Yeah, I don't know. What? <laughs> Very. Uh, it's it's all interesting. Yeah. The, uh, like another kind of uh, floaty aspect of the mythology. Those who control both floaty. have absolute power. Um, you know, I don't buy it, but it does justify Hawkmoth's actions. <laughs> so, I mean, so one, we finally understand why. Okay, you want absolute power. I'm fine with that. That's you're a supervillain. That can be your motivation. Yeah, he literally I'm, has said that in the past. He said, "I want yeah. to take over the world." So, okay, yeah. there you go. So, like, uh, and then they, it's interesting though. It's like you have absolute power. So he, he wants the Deathly Hallows. So, like, yeah. you know, power over life and death, technically, you know, yeah. creation and destruction. But then it's like, what can if so? You have both of them. Do you just like wear the earrings and the ring, and like, uh, is that how that works? Are we gonna are, see him wearing earrings? Because I'm about that. Is uh, is Hawkmoth Voldemort? Is that what you're saying? Um, he is Voldemort, basically. Okay. Like he's okay. or Dumbledore. I mean, you know, whichever one you want to think about it. So is uh, Nuru uh, N- Nagini Ren? Right. Yes. Okay. So I'm buying that. He's a reluctant Nagini. <laughs> Uh, so Nuru, his Kwame, um, like Hawkmoth, has the purple butterfly brooch, allows, uh, allow, okay, okay, so we've been praising these two episodes, but this is pretty stupid, allows you, the, you to give a superpower to someone and make them your champion, that's what the butterfly brooch does, buy or sell that power. Just, I don't even... Nope, sell. I'm selling it. Like that's a stupid power. Like <laughs> you're just asking for this power to be used for evil. Why? Honestly, you are. Like you're. It's just literally the just. Hey, this is such a good idea. No, it's not. Why? Stop. It's a stupid. Don't power. do this. You can't even use it yourself. He has no power. You can yeah, just make other they, people. Literally, yeah. Think no. about. I mean, I mean, I guess being able to control people. Like, but seriously, though, if you can control, this just. I just also like. Isn't that kind of insulting? Like, okay, look at all these super cool Kwamis and abilities, but you, 
your power, you get to pick other people. Yeah. What? Dude, this yeah. is the lamest thing ever. But we're burying the lead here. Uh, yes. Hawkmoth has a miraculous, and that is why he is Hawkmoth. So we didn't know this. I I do we think spec- you. I, I do think you in particular at some point speculated this, and I yes. was like, no, because this is stupid. I look at me. Is, I just. <laughs> I maintain just, that it's, it's stupid, but it is where they've. No, it's it. stupid, but I figured it out somehow. I don't know. What's your reaction I, to him having miraculous and that being the source of his power? Uh, well, I mean, it makes sense given the mythology. Uh, to me, the more interesting part is that like he's like it's a miraculous gone bad. Like to me, that's like the really interesting part is that we have these because I mean, of course, it's like the tropiest trope to ever trope. You know, you know, oh, it's you falling in the wrong hands. It can be used for evil. But then it's like, because he's the literal representation of what he wants to do anyway. Like, he wants to take the Miraculouses and use them for bad. And, you know, we were like, okay, that's, okay, you're a supervillain. You can have, like, dumb reasonings for that. That's cool. But then to actually see, like, he himself has Miraculous and he's evil. So it's like, oh, okay, this is more of like a, you know, you gotta get it a little bit more. You know, you're like, oh, okay, this is kind of a bad thing, because look what he can do. Yeah. It just, yeah. it gives a little bit more depth to him. Like, is he's not, like, he appears to us to be evil for the sake of evil, which, you know, that's fine. He can be that way. You know, he's a supervillain. That's what they do. But then to see, though, that, like, he, he, but then we also have to think about this. Like, was it, I mean, okay, just watched it. So he gives, you know, he's talking to the Kwame, and the Kwame's like, yeah, you blah, 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 you can do this. It's like, was it, like, I don't, was it clear that he stole the Kwame or, because the Kwame was just kind of talking to him, and then he was like, oh, "I'm, you know, basically, which is like evil monologuing." And the Kwame was like, "Whoa, Whoa right. stop! Whoa!" So, so this means like, was he chosen? And then he just like, which Grant actually, I think that's what happened because then the Guardian earlier said, "I made, I've made one mistake in my life," and yeah. so I think that's what he meant is that he chose him to be, you know, the Papillon. But then it turns out, nope, you messed up, Guardian. You. That that guy who picked you up off the street, nope, you you he you fell over and he picked you up, but he bad egg messed up. Okay, so a few things. So one, I don't think it's clear that uh, you have to necessarily be chosen to control a miraculous or quantity. Right. That's I think that's up. But for it's su- but it's su- like it's kind of heavily suggested. We literally well, see him do it to two people, and then well, and then right. on to, and then before he leaves, he's like. You know, he's like, I've made one mistake in he my life. He did say he made one mistake. That's probably referring to Hawkmoth. I agree. Um, this guy is only, only 186 years old. Yeah, only. So it's not like he's chosen every uh, superhero right. throughout history, right? So it's possibly the predecessor. But, and this, everyone but to have a title him. like The Guardian, that is, you know, you would assume that that is a title that is passed on just like Ladybug and... Potentially, you know. yeah. He and also has... He, just, he has a miraculous himself so uh, who gave him his right right um why does he get to control the other ones why does right. green get to control everyone else um i i didn't there was no established mechanic for handing down of miraculouses as possible right. hawk moth can just find one and it's his because he found right. finders keepers this is maybe, true. maybe that's the mythology is finders keepers maybe it could be we don't know yeah so either way, his Kwame has to obey him. We know that. And right? we have no, um, and he wants to steal them. So like, clearly it's not something like you weren't chosen. It doesn't work. Like, no, you can just take it. That's cool. So we don't know. But it seems to me heavily suggested that the Guardian messed up and Hawkmoth was like, ha ha ha. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Uh, if that is true, 
then it is very likely that uh, he knows that Adrian is his is uh, Hawkmoth's son. Uh, one would assume. That's a that's a good point. Because he went to the mansion, that. he sees them. True. If he'd uh, if he'd if he's the one who gave uh, uh, Adrian's dad the right the, the Kwame in the first place, so he would know that, which is interesting. I, I feel like if I were him, I'd be like, eh, like father like son, like maybe that's yeah. not a good idea, you know. Right. But he was, I guess, he saw past, right? It's possible. And then also, he he might have like you know some kind of like ulterior motives there, right. trying to get back at him, and then also. I mean, think about, so Adrian, you know, wasn't allowed to leave his house. He was, like, homeschooled and all this stuff. So there's, uh, to me, like, I think what's very easy to assume is that because his mother disappeared, that his father became, like, super crazy overprotective. You know, that's a pretty easy way to go. But I think also, in either in combination with that or simply this is the reason why, if he's Hawk, if Adrian's dad is Hawk Moth, and, you know, super villain, and he kind of, like, ticked off, you know, another superhero, I mean... He could reasonably, and you know, if you can literally create supervillains, I would reasonably be afraid for my child's life. So there might be a reason why he's keeping him secreted away, is to keep him away from the Guardian. Yeah, I think that actually does make sense. I hadn't really thought, or to keep him away from the Guardian. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I'll potentially keep him away from his own creations. How about yeah. that angle? Yeah, but I mean, both. Like, it can yeah. be both. I think it makes sense on that angle a lot. Uh, that that is maybe why he's doing it. Interesting. Interesting. Well, he said something like it's dangerous out there, and it's yeah. like, and it's his, yeah, oh yeah, that's and it's my fault. So you know, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and when you need uh, to attract superheroes, what's more efficient than creating supervillains? Says uh, Hawkmoth. Buy or sell that logic. <laughs> I mean, he's not. Well, okay. Well, let's think. Well, if I, we think I, about. <laughs> Well, if we think about it in that, let's 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 operate for a few moments on the assumption that the Guardian chose Hawkmoth, and then Hawkmoth was like, "LOL, bomb, be a supervillain," and then he's like, "Okay, so I want the other ones." Okay, so if I start making bad stuff happen, the Guardian is going to have to select others, and maybe, and that even could have been an incorrect assumption on, you know, maybe he was playing his hand a little too much. He, you know, Hawkmoth maybe Hawkmoth might not know that, you know, he. He has he, that the guardian has the other ones, and, but he's just you know got to take a chance. So I think there's a, like so either way I think it makes sense you know if the guardian gave him, you know chose him. Granted, I guess that uh, that's we all. But the thing is, we know Marin and Adrian don't know the guardian, so there's a really good chance the hot moth didn't know the guardian. He just ended up with it like he got chosen, but didn't doesn't know the guardian. I don't know if yeah I don't know how much the guardian comes to play at the very least, he wants right. the miraculouses and uh, right. that doesn't. Irrespective of the Guardian, I think to a certain extent. Um, I but I do think, well, him having the, like, obviously the Kwame is explained, but like, I don't think, you know, okay, so it makes sense that Plog and Tiki were like, oh, there's another superhero and you're supposed to be partners and like work together. That makes sense that they talked about that. Doesn't really make a lot of sense though if, um, you know, the other Kwame is like, oh, there's like this superhero and this superhero and this superhero. I don't think that's necessarily like strictly explained. Especially as evidenced by, you know, Adrian in the book. He's like, oh, who's this? They didn't know. So I feel like there's a real, like, maybe Hawkmoth knew more before he got the Kwame and all that. Like, he kind of, like, manipulated or whatever and ended up with it. So he knew more information, which is why he was like, oh, okay, so there's other Kwamis. And not knowing whether or not they've been given out or not, he's like, okay, if I make villains, though, like, I'm not the only one. There are more. So, like, he obviously knew, already knew. Like, like he had to have known more. I don't think it was just the Kwame him being like, "Oh, I'm going to be a supervillain." 
think this took a lot of planning. And then since he already knew more and about them and he could, he's like, okay, yeah, I'll just be a supervillain. They have to, they're heroes is what they have to do. I don't, comp- I don't completely follow, but I do, I do think it's interesting to, um, to uh, like look at what uh, Hawk Moth knows, what his uh, initial motivation was, et cetera, et cetera. We can get more into that later. Um, uh, I, I t- for the line of uh, to create attract superheroes, create supervillains. I'm selling selling this logic. Um, I, I I don't know what this is based on. I guess tropes. <laughs> uh, I think yeah. he's reading too much TV tropes. That's my. Well, I think it's really fun. The funnier part to me is not his logic. It's like everyone immediately being like, "There's supervillains in Paris." I'm like, whose first thought? Is like if this happened, like right? I had thought I was thinking about if we had had rock people like just come out of nowhere. I'm like my first thought, and I'm just like comic book crazy. Wouldn't be like they're supervillains. I'd have been like there are like golems outside. I don't know what we're supposed to do about this. And it just that's that's what's really funny to me is that it immediately is like we have supervillains. Like yeah, I feel like supervillains a title you earn like later. Yeah. So very quickly on this, I, I have, I have, this is the one thing I thought about since, since yesterday I watched it. I believe this is, uh, there's ample evidence within these episodes and the entire series to the miraculous ladybug alternate earth theory. Ding, ding, ding. Oh my God. <laughs> but, um, no, really, I do think that, uh, there's, uh, this is a world that has developed, um, like un- within the understanding of cultures throughout the entire world and peoples throughout the world that have like some sense of superheroes and supervillains yes. from the Kwamis and that's just throughout the part of history. So um, that's kind of in innate knowledge to them that these are real things. That's why they reacted to this. I mean, what's notable in this episode is just how much like everyone doesn't freak out about the events right. happening. So I think that uh, like why is like the whole world not waging war on like the golems? Like it like like so I think that's all. Uh, evidence that this is a world that has been through this stuff in the past well when they've talked about it i mean they literally showed us like ladybug through the years right they they at least showed that but i also do think it's proof that like it's part of like culture like i think that this is things that that's real to these people well what's interesting about it though is that we also have alia and she has you know the superhero on her phone and that's that one clearly a comic book that's what that was that's what it looked like and so it's 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 also a uh, an element of their fiction, much like us. I don't think that contradicts it being an element of reality. Uh, it's not necessarily. It, I mean, it doesn't contradict, but it is a little weird because if you look at um, obviously, you know, comic books can do whatever they want, but like when you look at you know DC and Marvel, those aren't like in common comic book, like you know, like in the comic book universes, typically you don't have. Like, you don't have fictional superheroes and real superheroes. Like, you're just like, Superman, he can't, you know, he saved me. And, like, you have that stuff. You don't really have, like, the fake superheroes and the real, you have the real superheroes. So it, it's an interesting, like, I'm interested yeah, to that, see it's more an interesting, about it. Yeah. Because, like, you know, the reason we have superheroes is because they're not real. And we think that's super cool. It'd be really cool to be a superhero or to have superheroes. We don't have those. That's why we make stuff up about them. Yeah, but I don't know if there's anything, um, logically that says that we can't have like fake and no, real things yeah no we can but it's just it's an interesting like it's kind of an interesting twist on like the reason superheroes exist in the first yeah, place i agree like, we yeah. have superheroes i agree it's it's very interesting um qua the also uh, it actually suggests to me that to them these people ladybug like yeah they call them superheroes but like them to them ladybug and cat noir might be different heroes to them than the, the comic than the super the, than the woman that was on alia's phone 
Like they might uh, be like they might be separate schemas or something, right? Yeah, yeah. they I might think be different. Hard to hard to conceptualize this type of thing. Very yeah. different from our world. Also, uh, to be fair, we're also watching this in another language, and they're saying superhero, but they actually could be using two different words, and we don't know. Yeah, our weekly disclaimer: this uh, we're watching a fan translation, so we'll see. Um, yeah, Nuru says that uh, they're not supposed to be used for evil, and then he's a uh, Nuru like uh, unwilling transformation with Nuru. I think it was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. he he says transform a moi. Uh, so I thought also, that was what a terrible like. Okay, they just have to say transform, transform me, and like, and of course that transform a moi. Yeah, yeah, they just have to say that. Even if they don't want to, that's horrible. Like <laughs> that is like the worst mechanism ever. Yeah, I don't feel sympathy. You're, ask- you're literally asking for a supervillain. You're asking. You are. You are. Okay, we have. You can have a guy who can make make other people have powers, and you have this yeah. mechanism. Like, you're asking stupid for power. a supervillain. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's like the big red like self destruct button. Like you asking for it. It doesn't as- add up. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, not this isn't. You're not gonna make me feel sympathy for Tiki with this forced, uh, <laughs> forced transport me thing. Not happening. No sympathy for Tiki. No, anyway. no, it's not that. Oh my god, though, this episode, I okay. Can we talk? No, no, Tiki. No, we don't need to talk. Well, no, listen. She's in the glass, and then she like, if this makes you more comfortable, and then she gets out of the glass. She like phases yeah. through the glass. Oh my god, like terrifying. Uh, well, to me, that's like terrifying, and then also like. That's kind of sweet, Tiki. Like, you wanted her to feel more comfortable, even though you could probably, like, rip her apart. <laughs> like, so, Tiki in this episode, like, super cute. And then um, Tiki in later episodes, uh, like, a mind of her own, like, yeah. uh, trying to, like, guide Marinette's actions. So, therefore, Tiki in five seasons, uh, super villain. Like, that's the direct trajectory <laughs> we're on. I just want to make that clear. Okay, I won't lie, though. Like, every time Tiki, like, like snuggled up to Marinette's face, like, I got feels. Like, they're cute. I don't know. Like, nope, not me. I'm, I can like Tiki and be terrified of her at the same time. You won't make Nope, I'm not feeling things for Tiki. It's not happening. I, like, I don't know. That's the, the glass scene just got me. Like, if this makes you feel more comfortable, and then she phased out of it. Like, she nope. could have left the whole time. That was uh, terrifying. Also, though, she can phase out of things, but then, like, she gets thrown out of handbags. Like, come yeah. on. And she has to Toy Story. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Okay. Uh, very quickly, I have something to bring up. At, like, we're <laughs> already at, like, 50 minutes, and we have a ton to cover. Um. Very quickly, I don't understand how the emotions of uh, uh, how the people Hawkmoth affects have anything to do with the mythology that was established in this episode episode regarding Hawkmoth. I don't understand why he needs to affect an emotionally vulnerable person. I know that's been established for a while since like episode one, but I wasn't convinced that uh, this was an innate aspect of the Kwame uh, miraculous uh, mythology that they gave us. I, I like I don't get any of that. Like, why does um, he have to wait until that person's emotionally affected again? I, I like, I don't, I don't see why I should be convinced based on anything that they presented to us as facts. It could be, I mean, no, based on that, it makes zero sense. I have a few ideas. It okay. could be a product of he's doing it wrong. He's perverted these powers. And so it could be a product of that. Because mm-hmm. then he's not like, he's not really, because this idea of choosing people. And if you're a superhero, you're not just going to be like, you're a superhero and you're a superhero and you're a superhero. Like it's more, it's going to, I feel like it's going to be more like, you know, careful consideration. And that person has to agree. Like they have to accept to be this, you know, give some consent before, you know, like just start making people superheroes. But, you know, cause it's literally become my champion. Like that's kind of like a night squire kind of thing, like protector kind of deal. But then on the other side of that, as a hero, it might be, have something to do with like, 
you like want you know happy brave people so it might be in that way like there could be an emotional effect like you like I'm hoping at some point we'll either see like a flashback or it's explained that when you know pa- Papillon was supposed to be what he is that it was people who were happy and they are brave and you know yeah. or now this doesn't really go along with the champion idea but if when people are scared he can give them the ability to save themselves and others like in emergencies like if they're you know, negative emotion of fear and that kind of stuff, they can become heroes. Yeah. Um, so to me, all that's interesting. It's not presented at all. Yeah, I think that's 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 possible. I think they might go in that direction. I like to preemptively sell all of that in terms of the mythology that we know. I think none of that makes sense, but I totally could see that what they be do what they do. Um, uh, of note, by the way, Hawkmoth can give these people whatever powers he wants. Uh, why are you giving them the worst powers, the stupidest yeah. powers? You seem to have some control over this. Uh, I Again, they, like their powers relate to their emotional distress they're in. Right. I don't understand any of that within the context of mythology. Well, the thing is, it's always the same emotions. Like, it's jealousy and anger. and It's all the negative emotions, yeah. Yeah, it's not... So I think they're clearly doing something with this, uh, with him being a villain and how that affects them. But uh, I do wish that they tried to explain it in some sort of context, which they gave us. They were mythology dumping here and none of it makes sense with with what we know. So I didn't like that. Um, So we see the the, uh, old guy, the uh, guardian, the master. I've seen him called Master Fu on the the description, but I don't Mm -hmm. think that name has been said in show. No. Uh, But we're caught up. So like, we know, uh, maybe that's in a webisode. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe that's been named by creator tweets, whatever. Yeah. Call him Master Guardian. Um, His green Kwame named Waze, Waz. uh, Is it Waze like my app? Or is it... um, like uh, I don't know. I don't know. This uh, he's the green bracelet. He says we need to find Nuru. He says he's 186. Uh, like wow. So okay. So, so we if, weren't kind of wrong about the immortal thing. Is yeah. Is he is his uh, miraculous giving him old aging powers? Is he just like naturally really old? <laughs> well, the, well, the, well, the thing is, like, so I mean, literally, there's part of the episode where he's like, "I'm, you know, basically, I'm too old to do this," mm-hmm. and so he's he's clearly aged. Which I mean, immortality, you can like live. I mean, he could live forever and just be like, you know, we could have some face of bow stuff going on. I don't know, but it just. I it doesn't like to me like it would to me it would make sense that if you have a Kwame and like that connection and being a superhero that could ironically extend your life. I mean, when you think about it, you'd think being a superhero would just drastically reduce your lifespan, but maybe it doesn't. Was he superheroing in his life? One would assume because he is yeah. the miraculous. I don't. Yeah. Know, we don't know anything. Because right? I mean, I would buy maybe like you know being in touch with the miraculous like that. I mean, sure, you can be a superhero. Maybe it prolongs your life. I mean, when you think about it, you you would think the superheroes would die young, but who knows? I mean, I don't know how the Kwamis work, but it's just like 186. Like that's not like immortality age. Like I mean, he's obviously like no one lives to be that old, but yeah, it's not it's not as old as we thought. Yeah, yeah. So like I just I'm very curious about it. Like yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, like, we don't know, know enough. 
Um, keeping track of our uh, comparisons, uh, Master Fu is Jack Harkness and uh, Hawk yes. Moth is Voldemort. Let's continue. Let's see what else comes up as we as we keep. <laughs> how going. many how many references can Delaney make in this podcast? Uh, he says we need new heroes. He has the miraculous chest. Uh, we'll come back to him in a, in a second. Uh, Marinette, uh, Chloe is going to be in my class again. And his her mom's like four years in a row. <laughs> like okay, I did. Oh, I, also, I called it. This is the beginning of the school year. I just want it to be noted that they've just she's just yeah, but, but like, like okay, but which school year is it the beginning? Dylan, of? I feel like they've presented <laughs> it pretty obviously that this is the beginning of this school year. Sell not obvious. I agree that um, that's the most likely, but I'm selling that. <laughs> uh, I I mean I think like so we see you know we all the episodes we've seen like they're in the middle of the school year. It's not sell, like sell sell. <laughs> It's uh, Chloe's. Yeah, four years in a row. Um, I, I like that this is like their plot thing. It's like Chloe it's... again. <laughs> like okay, <gasps> Marinette's like I have bad luck. Um, her dad being adorable, sweets for Marinette. Uh, her family just makes me so happy. Like yeah. yes. Uh, she made a new logo for the bakery. We throw in that she's like actually artistic because we always forget about, about that. Yeah, <laughs> no, we always forget. We lose Oops. track of that one. Um, uh, runs into Master Fu crossing the street. Um, disaster is my middle name, says Marinette. Okay, can we talk about the fact that like sweet, shy Marinette just like throws herself in front of her car and just yeah. like bodily drags this old man? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Good. No, I'm like, about it. So this this Master Fu's test uh, to see who should get the miraculouses is to put himself in mortal danger. <laughs> like, mortal oh. peril. Like, so what if this went wrong? Then how? Who would pass on the? I mean, just the big question is like, how does he like? Has he been like stalking them? Like how? Like, cause my thing is like, okay, if I just saw some like two random kids, I wouldn't throw myself in front of a car like immediately, cause like. Both of them could be terrible. Like, I don't know if they're going to rescue I think me. so. I think that for Marinette, at least, it was not necessarily a specific test for her. It was just yeah. a, like, who's going to save me? Like, yeah, who's, well, who has this character who is around the heart of Paris at this well, time? To be, well, to be honest, when I was watching it, like, this, like, I feel like Adrian's seemed more. Adrian seemed more specific to him. Yeah, because yeah. this one, which that I mean that would which we makes sense if he's Adrian targeting yeah. uh, Hawk Moth's son, right? Yeah. So this, I feel like, I really don't think he knew there was a car coming at him. Like I, to me, this seemed more like an accident. Granted, they also could have no, been doing no, that no, to sell no. the sell, fact. Sell, 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 sell. No, no, no. This was intentional. He was trying to test someone uh, around him. It doesn't make sense though, like to do that, like just with. I mean, okay. I, I agree, understand. it's stupid, but I think that was what well, like, the episode. It's was even us. dumber though than like the Captain America grenade thing. Like, wait, what could know, be dumber than that? <laughs> but this is some. This is dumber though because like when you th- okay, so okay, army, yeah, okay. You assume like out of a bunch, like, and also the what's his face was trying to make a point and was trying to get you know the big buff guy to do it. He wasn't expecting scrawny Steve Rogers to crawl on top of it. But this, like, you're just surrounded, but you have no idea who these people are. And, yeah, you know, stupid. I'm a fairly optimistic, you know, kind of positive person, but I would not, I do not have that much faith in just complete random strangers around me that if I was in mortal peril, I would, to the point where I would not put myself purposefully in mortal peril if I had no idea that, like, yeah, I, it's stupid. silly. Anyway, um, Mar- I would buy it more if he had stalked Marinette a little bit. Yeah, not that I'm okay with him stalking, like, a I don't, I don't, world, I don't but- think it was specifically targeting Marinette. That was my read on it. But it's like, not clear. It's, still, like... it's pretty stupid. Anyway, Marinette, Steve Rogers, uh, that uh, Master Fu's Jack Harkness, and Voldemort is uh, Hawk Moth. Okay, continuing. Um, he's uh, 
where yeah where uh yeah palm he's uh the small miraculous chest which turns out to be just the ladybug earrings um new girl alia uh like who's adrian i love this like man it's like who's adrian who's that like um i got so excited though when i found out like alia was like alia's new kid because and... to me like them not being friends yet was just like the was best really good, yeah. that, that's the best thing that could have happened to me was them not being friends yet like i was just like oh, so yeah. good yeah it was really good oh yeah nerding out about a majestia um which is uh the equivalent to you nerding out about supergirl that was my comparison uh, yes yeah. but she basically looks to me she's like miss marvel captain marvel is what she looks like to me but you know I don't know if I, I think I thought of Wonder Woman when I saw that character. I don't know. Um, she does not. No, she looks like Captain Marvel, kind whatever. of. Uh, Adrian wants to go to middle school like everyone else. He uh, helps the old guy. Yeah. No, uh, I would. I would not be that excited to go to middle school. You know, I'd sit that. Yeah, one but out. he's he's the eager. <laughs> same, but he's the he's the eager homeschooled kid who doesn't know any better, right? So. Oh man, just wait till high school, kid. Like, don't don't go to middle school. Just hold out a little longer. Yeah, uh, oh, Ivan and uh, Cam. I didn't. I did not expect uh, Ivan and Mylene to to be our our uh, heart of the origins no. episodes. No, I did not. I didn't. I mean, it makes it's great. I didn't. Was not expecting that. Kim being uh, Kim being a jerk. I, I feel like we're sympathetic towards Kim, so I don't really understand that. But I mean, well, then also like, well, if we're gonna be fair, like, okay, obviously he was being a jerk, but. I mean, the note didn't really come off. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if don't it was really necessarily like. It, well, the note where it's like you're too chicken to blah blah blah. Like, that's almost like maybe just a like kind of a mean spirited like friend thing to say. Like, yeah, maybe they're like, friends, never, yeah. like. I don't know. I mean, I would get ticked if someone said that to me. But like, yeah. I feel like to me that like after we found out what the note said, I was kind of like maybe like obviously like be upset that's cool but i was just like it, i don't think it was necessarily like as cruel as it might have come off as originally uh yeah potentially um akumatizes uh, ivan stoneheart all is freaking out um uh, uh <laughs> adrian's dad to him you have everything here adrian don't go outside like okay oh my god i didn't know it was um, like that extreme super, the super scary um like metal like guards make sense now you know that we you know that you know he can press a button and the windows get covered now it makes sense uh in what regard? That he lives in a fortress in what regard i mean if he's like you don't go outside it makes a lot of sense oh, now because they're he's trapping like, yeah that makes a lot of sense now also potentially because he's uh trying a super to villain you know him from himself right i, yeah. I like that angle um <laughs> Uh, they see they each see i like the the scene of them seeing miraculouses at the same time um what's ma- this that Marino, really- what's what's that thing a cockroach a mouse a mouse roach oh, a mouse roach she's really so good. i enjoy i just enjoy like he like obviously adrian's doing like crazy stuff like climbs up rock wall and jumps but then like i feel like marinette honestly had the more appropriate reaction just immediately launching stuff and tiki like, oh yeah it was great i was i was like uh this is this is for me this scene throwing stuff this, at tiki that's i'm a fan of this 
This is the appropriate response when you see something like Tiki, because Tiki's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marinette throws things at Tiki and then traps <laughs> Tiki in a jar. Adrian's like, wow, a genie out of a lamp. Like, oh my God, Literally, you're, yeah. you're literally five years old, Adrian. Like, <laughs> come on. Also, it's just so, it's, I mean, it's kind of like what we talk about with Powerpuff Girls, you think, know, the things individual to their characters. Like, this was good. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a typical, like, their individual reactions to an event. <laughs> uh, it was, it was very good. Um, and when I say Adrian, you're five years old, he kind of is because he's, yeah. A, probably very emotionally stunted from the the abuse from his father right so um okay cut back to master who he he, okay so i have he has the orange foxtail and the yellow bee okay um, which were the only two left i believe um in his record player which is uh housing the miraculous his miraculous case he says i've made one mistake in my life i won't make another one i wrote down who's he talking to probably is kwame but um, yeah it is not clear who he's talking to uh, so if he uh, if this is true and he has the foxtail and the bee, this accounts for all of our miraculouses. If yes. Hawkmoth indeed does have the peacock, okay, um, interesting. So Hawkmoth peacock in his chest. Uh, very very briefly, um, potentially uh, Adrian's mom. Let's say, what if she was, was the, the peacock? She, yeah, right. Yeah, that would be my big theory. Would be which uh, that would make a lot of sense if superhero gone bad. Yeah, maybe they were the maybe they were the Marinette and Adrian, the superhero team uh, couple, and yeah. then uh, and then something happened to her. Uh, I've been told that uh, we've had word of Godded that she disappeared, not died. So, so whatever. I didn't read the episode like that, but well, becoming well, becoming like it would kind of make sense. I want to be master of you know like creation and destruction, and that kind of wanting to save, like thinking that becoming all that powerful, he can save. Which, again, that's very... Voldemort wanted to cheat death. Dumbledore wanted to, like, make up for, like, create, like, yeah. he was, Dumbledore I, I really love the but, idea of, um, the like, the idea of Adrian's dad and mom, like, being the original, like, superhero yeah. couple, and now that's Adrian. Like, I really like yeah. that. Um, so, uh... And it kind of... And it gives a little bit... And if it is... If that is the reason why he wants to be you know, wants to have the miraculouses, then it's... I mean, obviously, he's still a villain. Like, you know, that's... Don't like blow the world up dude like calm down yeah but does it i mean kind of gives it doesn't really make sympathetic but it makes sense like it's like oh you're not just you know a megalomaniac (laughs) like you like something happened and you think doing this will get her back i don't know if i'm at the point where any of his behavior makes sense like all of that is very much an implicature so we'll see if uh if any of that's that would be an interesting way to go yeah it would be interesting i agree um Marinette's like instantly like, uh, why you you picked me? You should you should go to Alia. Like she she loves super. It's like oh my god, it's so good. Like that this is instantly her. I, I, like the fact that she's like meeting Alia before, yes. like becoming Ladybug. I think that's really interesting. Well, and then he even and that. then she's like, oh yeah, my friend. And then he's like, well, I th- and basically kind of like the Dow. I think we're friends. Like oh god, you guys make me hurt. You guys are so cute. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Um, <laughs> Adrian's like, oh, okay, let's go. No, wait, I didn't finish explaining to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god, yeah, that's pretty great. Adrian, pretty adorable in in both these episodes. I was pretty uh, a, a fan. Um, super yo-yo. Uh, they run right into each other. Oh, we didn't talk about how amazing it was to see like the to see the transformation of Ladybug and it being like really awkward. Oh she's yeah, like, what is going on? That was amazing. Yeah. So good. 
and then uh, and then uh, Adrian's transition with was uh, the like same unreluctant plot, like reluctant plot, right? Like, yeah, um, yeah, like I like how they they become themselves and they literally run into each other. Like, yes. don't have any time to coexist independently. No, just boom. Uh, she says, "I'm ma- maladroit." <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I don't I know what the her. I don't know what that translation is, but yeah, that's like a weird English word, right? Like, so yeah. um, I don't. I assume I, I guess that word could come from French. They could have just been saying that word, but um, yeah. So I, she's allowed to say uh, like, oh, maladroit. It's ineffective, rebungling, clumsy. Yeah, yeah it's tears. A word, yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew it was a word, but I didn't know what it meant. Like, I'd heard I'd heard it before. Um, I'm literally Hashtag about to say anything. about to say her name, and then um. <laughs> Uh, and this is just infuriates me more that they never he never figured it out. Um, I feel like there's more of a infuriating moment later. Well, now I'm like really sad that she called herself maladroit. Like now I'm just sad. That's her whole arc, though, in these episodes. I know, but it's really sad that she called herself that. That she wanted that to be her superhero name. Like that's tragic. Yeah, it is pretty tragic. <laughs> but um, it's just the saddest thing. Marinette is kind of self inflicted tra- tragedy for the beginning of this. I think. Yeah. Um, all about gain. self-fulfilling I mean, prophecy very yeah very much a teenage like uh, lack of confidence type thing right. uh, everything uh, going according to plan the miraculouses are back they rush to protect the population and my supervillain will crush them says Hawkmoth it's like he anticipated the miraculouses coming back hmm, I don't really understand I I mean it well it's kind of what I was talking about earlier like I mean I feel like it makes sense that like that's why I mean that's why he did it. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know I mean, how you know they would come back. Uh, maybe this supports the he understands the master Fu. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, that's why he did it because he's like superheroes attract supervillains. So like, yeah, was, I guess that was his that's theory, why right? he did it. Yeah, I mean that's when he did complain. He's like, oh, they're so heroic. Like he was expecting to win the first time, but then he still gets what he wants because he like he has confirmation that he can steal them now. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it was it's an interesting leap for me. Um, Alia, Alia filming their first uh, battle immediately, and she's like, "What are you waiting for, Ladybug Girl? Everyone is counting on you." Like the concept that Alia is like the initial one to see Ladybug so and to encourage her. Like I don't know. It's, also, it's well, a- they they set it up so well, though. Like honestly, all it took was Alia being like. Just immediately just babbling about superheroes. I mean, that's me right now because I'm obsessed with Supergirl. But that's great. Like, that's such a simple setup and it works so well. Uh, yeah, I think it's good. I do think also, it's... Also, it may- it's- I think it sets a good foundation, though, for their friendship, too. And it makes a lot of sense. Like, they just met at the beginning of the school year. And now, like, I mean, they're so close. Like, we're just like, oh, their friendship is so good. And then also we ship it because, obviously. And it make like, it just, it all just fits. Yeah, it, it, I think it was very good. Although and I, I buy I, this more, honestly, that because she was the first to encourage her and, you know, Marinette seems to draw a lot of strength from Alia, that it makes more sense to me that, like, they haven't been friends for forever, that they've just been friends for kind of a short amount of time, like, and they're close. It's like, this makes sense. Like, I honestly buy this more than if they'd just been like, oh, Alia and Marinette have been best friends since kindergarten. Like, I buy this more. Yeah, I like it better this way. I agree. I, I think it's good. Um one time use after five minutes you transform lucky cha uh calls her all calls her all yeah like to her face so i don't understand how she doesn't understand like, literally later, like i'm gonna find the girl behind the mask like yeah, oh yeah like, you're hurting me like intensely 
Uh, the problem with this stupid mechanic of the hiding the identity is like we have no we have no choice but to assume Aya is dumb because yes. because of this right and she's not so I don't know it's it's frustrating. I mean um, I like to pretend that like in Pharaoh she like figured it out like she knows but she's just gonna let Marinette like pretend. Yeah, I would love uh, Marinette like she has to tell Aya before Adrian and then um Aya has to be like yeah obviously I know like yeah, duh. I figured yeah. that out like months ago I figured that out like 20 episodes ago Keep yeah up, no, like. that's what I want that's what I <laughs> it would be really good if they go that way um like I'd yeah. probably be happy if they did that like uh, uh Adrian says you're awesome miss or ladybug uh good job so I, I think he like names her like in that regard, but he doesn't like acknowledge that he names her, which is interesting. Like, well, it isn't, I mean, like, he like he says it first, but I mean later she's like, Ladybug. yeah, but later she calls herself that, and then he's like, wow, yeah. your name's Ladybug, right? So I think that's interesting. Um, my the uh, Ivan's note, uh, Mylene and note Ivan. How do you know my name, Miss? I don't remember. Is this after the the detransforming or something, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then they're like, oops, we have to be careful with, with our identity. Alia filming. Alia, Alia, like, films that too, so they should... Uh, how has no one figured this out? Anyway, you're going to save Paris now. Were you bitten by a radioactive ladybug? It says Alia. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Um, okay, call- so that suggests... I mean, okay, so that they have Spider-Man in their universe. Yeah, further evidence that they have fictional superheroes and actual superheroes. Yeah. So, uh, do they have the new Spider-Man movie? Is that going to be in the canon? Um, (laughs) Anyway, who's uh, who's more uh, plucky with their identity? New Spider-Man or uh, Adrian? I don't. They're pretty similar. They're they're basically the same when you think about it. So. Uh, more stone hearts. Uh, you called me later, but more stone hearts. You captured the Akuma, right? Akumas can multiply. That's why we need to capture them. Interesting. Okay, when I'm glad they explained that because then it's yeah. like, okay, cool. I guess that makes sense. I can't. I'm do it. I'm too clumsy. Also, I really enjoyed. They're like, you captured it, right? And she's like, what? Yeah. Lol. <laughs> I can't do anything without Ladybug. Uh, and then t- she takes off the uh, earrings. Then like Tiki's gone. I actually kind of got really sad. I was like, oh. that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't know if we knew that or not, but whatever. Well, cool. my question is like, so she only exists when like someone's wearing. It's a hallucination is what we're saying. It's a hallucination. Yeah. Marinette's on LSD confirmed. No, but everyone, the other people see Tiki. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that powers her life force. That's stupid. Okay. Well it's, well, it's super sad when you think about it. Like every other, like when, if, if someone isn't there to be Ladybug or Cat Noir to be the superhero then they don't they, they don't like they seemingly don't exist yeah yeah it's it's interesting okay episode two um we'll go over the quality of them after uh uh alia with her lady blog alia's confident in ladybug um lady blog like existing from the start remember it took us like seven episodes to get the lady blog by the way i should yep. point out so <laughs> uh, sequencing of episodes um uh, get irritated, Ivan, your Akuma awaits, says Hawk Moth. Okay. Uh, we had something with Chloe and Adrian. Uh, she calls the, the first instance of Adria honey. Um, and then she proceeds to say it like six times in the span of 30 seconds. I'm a fan of the Adria honey nickname. <laughs> I mean, it's it, like Because it makes so no sense in English. That's why. It's, it's great. This, it's just like the most. I assume it's kind thing. of a, I assume it's a pun in French or something, but like, okay. Uh Write her a song, stay positive, says uh, Marinette coaching her. Now, yeah, Marinette's uh, <laughs> I like I like if Marinette just couldn't uh, 
like capture couldn't like capture the kumas then her whole job would just be (laughs) life coaching everyone and like telling them to stay positive i'm okay with that she can i want marionette to be my life coach like i think i could do you (laughs) she's great but (laughs) i mean she did kind of a good job here i mean it worked I'm not saying got, she, Marianne's got her own problems. I don't know if I need her. She's got her own problems. <laughs> she's, she did uh, a good job for her first life coaching. I, I mean, guess so, yeah. She did. Considering. The girl just became a superhero. Let's cut yeah. her a little bit of slack. It's yeah, literally. It's kind of like stressful. The, the day of. Sneaks. She puts the uh, earrings in Alia's bag. Like, oh my god. This whole thing was. <sighs> where's my alternate uh, universe yeah. fic about Alia becoming Ladybug instead of Marinette? Like, I'm holding out so hard for Alia like to have one. We know the other two are there. Delaney, one, where's that fic? Two, why haven't you started writing that fic? Um, <laughs> I mean, I won't lie. A minute ago, I just had like this brilliant idea for a ladybug fic. What did it I involve just, Alia being ladybug instead of Mary? No, unfortunately, it didn't. But I mean, it could happen though. I mean, okay. I'm about it. Okay. But um, no, I would love if you know, like, if she became. Like we have two other ones. She could become a superhero, which I'm down for. I am ready for Alia to be a superhero. Yeah. I'd even be okay with Nino being a superhero. I mean, I'm not as excited about Alia though, but I mean Yeah, I think my ultimate so- my ultimate goal would be for uh I don't even remember our new character's name anymore from last episode. Um whatever, her being actual fox and yes. then um Alia being B. I think that would be my yes, my ultimate. Please. Yeah. That's what I want. B Alia would be great. Yes. Um, yeah. Sees Adrian in the gum. Uh, fr- I was friends with Chloe, the only friend I, I had. Uh, and then Nino. Actually, Nino no, I take it back. Funny. I don't think I could tolerate the Marinette and Alia not knowing it's each other. I don't think I could tolerate it, actually. Okay, okay. <laughs> I had to take it back. I think I'd have a I like how you were thinking about that and not what I was saying. <laughs> that's, I, that's I was weird. listening to you, but then it was also like, wait, I have to take it back. I think, I think I'd have a stroke from trying to watch that. Like, I don't think I'd yeah. be able to handle it. We need uh, Alia as the B, and then this like love square with Alia, new girl, um, Adrian, and Marinette. I don't, I don't know if I could handle it. I think be, just... that's my season two pitch. Uh, I know they're probably almost oh. done with season two, but there's my pitch. That would stress me out so hard. <laughs> It'd be pretty great. Um, what do you think of uh, of uh, what's his uh, literally the main villain of the episode? But uh, what do you think of Ivan's uh, love metal love song? That was pretty great. I I liked it. He started screaming immediately. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, Stoneheart's uh, answers here takes oh uh, whatever takes Mylene and Chloe. Aya leaves. Kong. Oh yeah, looking Kong. Aya leaves without her bag. Um, Marinette sees Aya in danger. Decides to be late. Come, lady again. Hashtag gay. I wrote on the outline. Yes, that's literally what happened. Also, Mar- can, we talk about, can we talk about how she chased her down with the bag? So she'd be like, "Here, you need your bag." Like, yeah. Marinette. Oh my god. Like Marinette's let's let's emphasize this though. Marinette's main motivation for continuing to be Ladybug is saving all yes. Let's yeah, just no. let's just know like Ship come it. on. Like Yay. uh <laughs> Also all of the shots of them is like like it gets all like shimmery and like shiny when she looks at her and literally literally time slows down when she looks at Alia. Twice. This happens twice. Like this is gay. Just gay. Yeah, it's pretty great. My uh my lady blah blah 
oh, you're quite the jokester. I love this. Like the origins <laughs> of uh, that's her first reaction to Cat uh, making a pun. Oh, you're quite the jokester. And it's all downhill oh. from here. Like Look, it yeah. just gets worse. <laughs> like, uh, you do, oh, you don't even know the beginnings. Marin, you don't even know. You're not oh, even you're not. quite the jokester, huh? Like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, if okay. she had known. If she'd only known, then she would have uh, instead tried to take his Akumas and give them to Alia and not have to deal with. Yes. That's the other. Give me uh, your ring. We're done. He throws Stone Art, throws Chloe, and then uh, Ladybug, like, uh, Princess catches her, and it's, like, the gayest thing I've ever seen. Also, like, this is, okay, that's also, like, the first time Chloe's been, like, an actual, like, horrific danger. Like, yeah. just throws her. It's, it's, and then uh, my lady her, like, Chloe or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's great. And, um, Two just super super gay moments in her own. It's like the best. yeah. Um I'm not cut out for this. Cap gives cat gives her a pep talk. Um Stoneheart uh spits out Akuma's in Poppy in uh Hawkmot's face. Okay, so oh, yeah. well, first when you talk about the cops and they were like Oh yeah, oh no, we don't need you. Really? You don't you don't need them. Really. You didn't really see clueless cops in the series until now, yeah. Interesting. Like um, oh, so this this the concept of the butterflies making up Hawkmot's face. So uh in last episode, we criticized the show for not having explained why they knew what Hawkmoth looked like. So here's the origin and origins did of it. them knowing what Hawkmoth looks like. So good they, job. Good job. Yeah. We uh, re- take back our complaining. Yeah. Well, I don't you know. They could have just. Well, you know. well, it was valid at yeah, the time. It was valid at the time, right? So it's not like, yeah. Uh, introduces. Uh, he introduces himself and makes demands to the city. Um, doesn't Monologue. matter. Doesn't matter how long it takes, you'll be the one giving us your miraculous," said uh, said uh, Marinette. Right? So yeah. no, why? How do they know right. that he has a miraculous? It's okay. That's a good point. Right? That was my question. Did they just know this all along? Did they? Well, did they explain? I mean, I guess. Te- I mean, I mean, if we're gonna, so the Kwamis, like they clearly kind of explain things. Like they explain, it, we see it, but yeah, they I also they must have really told her, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think it makes sense, like. Well, that, well, they had to have because they were like, "You got the Akuma, right?" So I feel like they had to have explained that they're fighting of like they had to explain the villain. Like, yeah, oh, I guess that's that the makes reason sense. they exist. So we they're were like, the ones left in the dark on on Hot yeah. Mouth. Interesting. Um, also, this scene it just like makes the whole show for me. Marinette, uh, Marinette's speech, and then she does the giant. Uh, oh, yeah, I can't say it. That would just it was just so freeing cool. you from evil, and um, for all those ones, and it was speech to the city. Doesn't matter who's on. Uh, and then Adrian's like, doesn't matter who's under that mask. I love her. Like, okay. I mean, same. I feel you. I feel you, same. Yeah, yeah, same. I don't know where Marinette instantly gets this confidence from. I guess the cat gave her a pep talk, but it's pretty great. I mean, I kind of, I, I think I buy it in that in the face of this villain. And everything that she's seen that day and, you know, saving Alia, I think it makes sense, like, you know, to, for the person we've been presented to, presented this entire, you know, season that who Marinette is, like, Marinette, I mean, and Adrian, you know, they're present, they are, I mean, they're everything a superhero is supposed to be, you know, they're, you know, pure of heart, they're brave, they're kind, selfless, and I think, for a marinette to be confronted with literally like the embodiment of evil yeah and scary like black butterflies flying around uh i buy it like i buy that in that in the face of that you know she you know she we saw the beginning of the ladybug that we know yeah i think it makes sense with you view marinette as like 
the pure, the pure of heart superhero angle, right? Yeah. Which I think, I mean, and I don't think there's any reason not to see her that way. I mean, yeah. yes, you know, we've seen, you know, we've seen her stumble and, you know, being jealous, you know, being human and, you know, being a, you know, a young girl and, you know, you know, people, you know, people make mistakes and she's growing and learning. And I think, you know, but she is like, you know, she's a superhero. She was chosen for a reason. She's, you know, she's clumsy and all this stuff, but like she still threw herself in front of a car to save some person she didn't yeah. know yeah I, I, I do think they do a good job establishing that yeah like uh, she's just so kind i mean yeah. obviously she's not nice to chloe but i mean i'm not gonna blame her for that she's sometimes nice to chloe sometimes uh she does save her here so that's and in the gayest way possible and it's great yeah um they're in love with each other they just don't know it yet i think marinette says about ivan and mylene yeah. is that right yeah yeah like, something like that like, okay marinette like nice line there <laughs> yeah. um I don't understand uh, what you mean, but okay. I feel like it's going to be this way a lot with with you and I. Says uh, <laughs> says yeah. uh, Cat, which is like, yeah, you you get yeah, it now. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is true. You, yep. You're clue, you're clueless. You understand. Good. Um, breaks the thing. Ivan and Mylene uh, fall. Cat gets Ivan. Marinette gets Mylene. But Yo-Yo's the Akuma all at the same time. Um, I think this episode establishes what we've been wondering this entire time that I do believe that this is Marinette figuring out what to do with the lucky charms. I don't think this is part of her abilities. Like I think they've presented with, I don't think it necessarily augments her thinking or her mind. She's still ladybug and yeah, it may augment her abilities, but I don't think it augments like her mental capacity in any way. I don't know I if I was like more convinced by this episode. I do think that's like the case. Um, I guess this episode is more clear on that than normal, but I don't know well, if it's like because, definitive because- or anything. Well, I mean, in the way that they present, like, the Kwamis and, like, you have one lucky charm is your ability. And, in the, and to me, it was presented in that this is what lucky charm does. Have fun. Figure it out. Yeah, you're right. There's no explanation for that part. So, okay. I'll buy it. Whatever. Um, it's uh, miraculous, I think, said Marinette about, like. Yeah, because she's like, it's incredible, blah, blah, blah. It's miraculous. Like, okay, Marinette, chill. Calm down. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> it was great. I liked it. I have a I stuff. eat that stuff up. Yes. Calm down, Marinette. We don't need to start describing like and then Marinette goes to school and starts just describing everything as miraculous and like no one <laughs> no one takes it that as a hint. Like uh, Oh so good. Where's that fic? Okay. Um so cool. big. I'll, Adrian, I'll make a list, Dylan. Yeah, make a list. Adrian goes to school with the bodyguard. Uh he's continue your music fencing Chinese and photo shoots and you can still go to school. So that's interesting. Cause I didn't know those were all dictated by his father. Those activities. Right. We knew he fenced. Um, also the gym teacher is his fencing teacher. Okay. Yeah. I saw um, him. You saw him. Okay. Um, I didn't know he took Chinese. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't did. Wait, did we know that? I don't, maybe we may. I may. Yes, we didn't. Yeah. We knew that because he spoke to, um, uh, Marinette's maybe. uncle. Oh, I forgot like, that. I put that episode out of my head. No, so, I mean, I yeah. understand why you repressed yeah. that episode. I completely understand. I, yeah, I, I did. But we did know mind. that. Yeah, you're right. We knew that. Do we know he played music? I don't remember. Uh, I don't know if we knew that. We knew Photoshop. I'm not shocked. So. Yeah. Um, Marinette, newfound confidence with Chloe, gives the cold shoulder to Adrian, which is like my favorite thing. It's so good. You tell her the truth, man, says Nino, and then they like uh, fist bump that like at this profound advice, like, okay, this is not how 14-year-old like, boys like, work. Like, come on. The double, like, like when he does like the hand motion he does, I'm just like, Nino, you need to chill. You. This is like the most unrealistic portrayal of adolescent boys <laughs> goes to the show. So there you go. <laughs> tell her the truth, man. Yeah. Like, okay, come on. Oh, my God. 
then we get the incredibly fabulous rain scene. Um, oh, it's just this. This show ascended to a new level. In like the scene is seconds. the scene is clearly better, more uh, more yes. quality animated than the rest of the show. Yes, um, which I think it deserves. Like it, ascend, it ascended in like so many ways. Uh, everything's new to me, says Adrian. Uh, gives her the umbrella. I thought we were gonna do the classic anime two people under the umbrella, but no, he gives her the umbrella. Same, yeah. yeah. I that's what I thought was gonna happen yeah. too, but no, they tricked us. Uh, they give each other looks. Uh, Tiki's like, uh, yeah, you you love girl, and then hugs her, and then Plog's like, oh, you have a girlfriend. And then, uh, <laughs> okay, the Kwamis are so annoying. Can yeah. they stop? Uh, and he's like, no, just a friend. A friend. Oh my god, Adrian. Oh my god. Well, it was pretty good because when when you think like because we talked about okay now I can't remember which episode it is oh um gamer that we were talking about you know those are the two best episodes for Adrian and Marinette's reaction interactions and but those both of those episodes are the first episodes really that they actually like are acting like friends and I think in gamer they actually say the word friend too which when you think about like whoa yeah I do think I do think them being portrayed as friends here and then not really interacting the rest of the show doesn't really make that much sense i guess um maybe marinette just gets embarrassed and it like it doesn't move to the forefront but this also uh it also makes their interactions in gamer more natural so i like it on and also level. how adrian interacts with her like adrian interacting with makes sense yeah so they're, like, they've been like, familiar the entire show because they like they established as friends right but i guess marinette's side has been uh hurt by her crush right so that's not right. yeah I, it was like the autograph scene that makes sense now. Like now I'm looking back at 24 different episodes and I wish they were just friends more often. Like why? Right, we had the foundations yeah. here. Well, maybe maybe moving forward it'll be a little less crushy. Yeah, I, I hope so. I think we've we get we've gotten to this point. So Yeah. Okay. Um, like we get, she has a crush. We get it. What's in the uh, either? Okay. How good are these two episodes? Obviously, there's a lot good about them. Uh, how good in the context of the other episodes? I think these like, I mean, Volpino was awesome, and you know, Gamers a great episode. I to me these two, I think just in the way that like I have to make another Harry Potter reference in the way that the first Harry Potter movie and the first Harry Potter book are special to me. These this these two episodes are just so special that I can't really compare them to the rest of them because they're to me like they will always stand out and just like. The tone of these episodes, just everything that happens in, in them, it just to me, these are just completely stand out. Best me. of the show? I think so, but I also don't want to say that, that to me, they're so different that it's hard for me to be like... Yeah, I agree with that. They're hard to compare. Like, I could say best of the show right now, but not necessarily best of the season, if that makes sense. Because are these technically part of the season? Um, like, yeah, how do, I don't... It's not clear. They might be independent, yeah. I'm not sure. To me, these two are just their standout, very special episodes. Yeah. I mean, I think they're special. I, for me, it's um, Simon Says still in the top tier on mm-hmm. its own. And then part one of this, uh, these two parts, I think was much better. And I think that's in the top tier along with the, the, right. my favorite episodes. And I think part two might also be in that. Uh, I do think all of these stuff with Ivan, um, not as good as the rest of the episode. The rain scene at the end elevates part two. So it's maybe also in that tier. But I don't think either of these are like, su- I mean, I, I, under- I agree that they're like stand out in a lot of ways, qu- pure quality. Quality wise, I think Simon says his tops, and then I think there's everything else in these two are in the that tier below, probably for me. We'll have time sure. to debate though. Uh, the rain scene, uh, 
essential towards the episode two. Okay, I have screenshot selection here. Um, oh god! Spoiler alert! I already chose the screenshot because one of them is uploaded. Okay, as- you okay? You act like you've already you act like it's always spoilers. Like you act like it, literally you've already decided every time you show me them. No, this time I actually decided though. Okay, so number one is the miraculous shot. Uh, can you see it's them? It's not loading. Uh, I'm clicking on. And I have to click on them individually. What well, am I? Click on the last one's the only important one to click on. Um, okay. The, oh, because uh, it's literally on the website. Yeah, okay. so that's why I chose. It's yeah. literally I already already uploaded it. Already. I have to make that. You're uh, so ridiculous. I have to make that PD 190 though instead of 189. Anyway, uh, it's miraculous. Uh, the miraculouses. Then we have um, all your photographing uh, ladybug. She's like, uh, call me ladybug, and her hand on her hips, and she's looking awesome. Um, we have uh, Ladybug saving Chloe, and it's great and the best. Yay. We have um, Cat with his arm on uh, Ladybug's shoulder um, in a non-disgusting way for once. That's good. <laughs> in a pure way for the beginning. We have that. Okay, I, it's finally loaded. I understand why this is the one. We have the shot from the end of the episode with... Um, it's pretty great, the the closing shot with uh, them, pretty just good. them and their Miraculouses and their Kwamis, and it's great. And then good. the last one, I, I, it's like the, the two, there's two clear standout uh, shots that are numbers one and two, but they're, they're not together. There's Adrian looking at Marinette and Marinette looking at Adrian during the rain scene. So I photoshopped them together and that will be the. It's, the, it's pretty you know, good. They're kind of they're Solid. meant to be like one shot because there's like this bar right. between them. It doesn't necessarily right. look like one shot with my Photoshop, yeah. but yeah, uh, it's pretty well, great. It's it's I mean it's it's the umbrella. That's what's between them. Oh okay, I guess it's the umbrella. Yeah, they're both like the most adorable, and uh, yes, the animation is superb on both of them. It's like we we point out that every once in a while Marinette's face is like super well animated. Like that whole scene was like that. Yeah, like yeah. the whole thing was just yeah. oh my god. Yeah. You agree so, with you agree with the selection? Obviously, yes. It's, okay. It's the winner. Closing thoughts: We hit. We have hit an hour and a half. I did promise an hour and a half uh, origins discussion. I didn't think we'd actually do it, but here we are. You underestimate my powers, Dylan. Yeah, this is all you. Um, at closing so thoughts. These ramblings at, fi- at its finest. Yeah, definitely. Closing thoughts on origins. It's just so wonderful, and I'm so glad that we started to cover the show and. I'm really glad that these are the last two. Like, this makes, I think, some of the downs of the season very much worth it. And I'm very, I'm so excited to see where we're going. Like, this, I mean, this seems to me, like we said earlier, that this seems to be very much a stepping stone, I think, to a change for next season. I'm very excited to see yeah. where we're going. I do. I, I agree with all that. I hope that that is true. We'll discuss more of this next week. We're going to start, as I mentioned, our roundtable discussions. Next week will be a season one wrap up and look back. Um, uh, I think that we are probably going to record these Thursdays and put them out on Mondays. Maybe we'll see. I think it makes sense to do put them out later in the week. So um, Thursdays, like I think that we're, that's our big recording day. Anyway, uh, so we're going to get into that. that uh, season one, looking back the best episode, season one as a whole, maybe where we're going. Um, potentially, I might want feedback on how to handle the webisodes. Should we do them all at once? Should we do them in like batches of... How many are there? It's like 10, but they're like short. So okay. um, they're like probably like two minutes. I don't know. But maybe right, we should I'm do five and five or should we do whatever? So we'll see. Let us know. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening throughout all of Delaney and I's episode discussions. You guys are great. These are high. And putting up with us, like putting up with us, asking dumb questions that you knew the answer to. Like, thank you. Like, thank you for putting up with us being like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm being like, oh, my God, can you just keep watching? You idiots. Like, thank right. you for putting it's like not only were these our most listened to podcasts throughout this this whole half year, um, you are also our most respectful commentators. So, so nice. somehow, 
Uh, so <laughs> after co- coming off of us covering Ruby, like <laughs> You're so Ruby nice, has guys. like the worst commentators and you guys are the best. So Y'all. thank you very much. Um, if you made it to the end of this podcast, give us a hashtag. What? Hashtag favorite reference. What was your favorite yeah, reference? Your favorite reference. Favorite comparison. Uh, and <laughs> we uh, had Harry Potter, Doctor Who. Yeah, I made like four different Marvel and D- DC references. You know, just yeah, whichever you your favorite was. Uh, tell us who you think that uh, the Alia fake superhero, which yes, real superhero, she's most like. And uh, I think Captain Marvel. Let me know. I'll say I don't even remember. I'll say what I say. Wonder Woman. Let's go with that. Yeah, you and, see- let us know all of that. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, OverlyAnimated.com. I'm Dylan Nice. That's Lenny Stilval. Uh, if you've enjoyed our coverage throughout all this time, c- please consider supporting us financially through Patreon. Patreon's a great uh, finance system for podcasts. All optional. All uh, just pay what you want to support people. Uh, you can you see can have about- a cool nickname. Cool a nickname. You can see more about that on our Patreon video that Mel and I recorded forever ago. Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Um, Thank you very much to Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, and Catherine, a.k.a. Hey, now, favorite match, Con, and CB, Nathan Fillion, Buzz Like Your Mailman, Rachel Rose, Jenny Bravo, Brian, and Cookie Cat. Um, for me and Delaney, it's now time to go record a million Voltron podcasts for the next <laughs> oh, few days. Man. For you guys, that has already happened, so check out <laughs> OverlyAnimated.com. Hopefully, we have finished by the time this podcast is up, and you can see all Hopefully. of our Voltron podcasts. Uh, new Voltron series released on Netflix. Thank you guys so much. Um, we'll continue our Ladybug coverage. Look forward to the roundtables and look forward to your comments on YouTube. Subscribe to us on uh, OverlyAnimated.com and the website comments on, on Tumblr, Tumblr Asks. Um, also consider skipping an iTunes review now that the season's over. What do you think of our coverage? Um, and that's it. Thanks guys so much. Thank you to Delaney, of course, for covering our season this all this all this time with me and um delaney's great especially great thanks today. i try and i try so many podcasts you couldn't today. have said that she couldn't have said <gasps> that in a more southern you way like just, oh my god we, i can't I believe we got i can't believe we got through this i, I resisted, in the last 30 you said something seconds in an earlier podcast and you said something like really southern and i had to like i had to like control myself but. well when earlier when we were talking about how incoherent i was i was expecting when you said that at first i was expecting you to make a comment about like my accent slipping further and further i try Thank you guys. We will we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.